All right, so I guess I'll just uh, do the intro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Hey, this is uh, Beer Breath Podcast. You are listening to Mike. I'm sitting once again alone in Curtis's basement, and then we have Chef Sam. How's it going? And it's just us two today. So today we're going to get a little talk about... um, K-State basketball and Big 12 and the Big 12 tournament coming up. Um, We'll talk a little bit about um, work blunders, and also we'll talk some about um, getting a little food segment back in here, I guess. Yeah, thank God. It's been a minute. I know. So uh, get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room. your friends having a blast get ready for the beer bread podcast all right um well i guess i'll start out by saying i'm deathly ill um this might be the last podcast ever because i'm dying a slow slow and painful death from what could be the beginning is of uh fbs as we say um but anyways i'm not feeling up to snuff and therefore i don't have any beer so uh <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good idea but uh what what is it what what's the, what's your current symptoms um well last night i so it started out with just like a dry scratchy throat and I was like, that's always the worst. Yeah. That tinge in the beginning, and you still feel okay, but you're like, no, no, please. <laughs> yeah. So I, my mental state was like, okay, it's just, uh, I don't know, the weather's changing. It's probably like maybe a little allergies too, and uh, right. maybe some, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And so then in the middle of the night, I woke up and I could not swallow. Like my throat hurt that bad. So oh I had to get God. up at like, 2 a.m. and drink some water and uh, suck on some uh, cough drops. Ooh. And uh, then this morning, the throat kind of went away, but now it's just full-on congestion. And you know that feeling like in the back of your throat that, I don't know, it's just like discomfort, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I Lately, when I get them, when I have early onset FBAs, I like have, it feels like there's a ball or like a little something like stuck. It's not, it's not like, it's just like annoyance, right? Yeah. You don't know. And you're like, wow, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. So like the biggest thing right now is just like, um, I don't know. I'm hungry, but like I don't have an appetite cause it just feels weird to eat or drink anything. Yeah. Brutal. So that's why I'm not drinking any beer, but. I don't. I doubt. Are you drinking anything? No, blue. Uh, blue Powerade Zero. Uh, well, as per usual. Sorry to disappoint, but on this Wednesday's episode, there is no beer review, so I guess we'll just hop right into it. Um, talk about a little cats basketball, since we are we don't have the fellow KU basketball person on here. But I don't know. Do you want to? start off yeah well yeah i can start but or do you want to talk about you guys actually going to the game first yeah that's true we can talk about that because that was pretty interesting so we got some tickets from one of our buddies um which was awesome because at the end of the week last week they started jumping up into like the 150 dollar range for ga tickets or something insane like that (laughs) <laughs> yeah so we got tickets but we only got two of them and there's three of us that were planning on going so um the same buddy that got us tickets um just walked one of us in to the game for free so that was super <laughs> clutch but how did it work out so like he got you had actual tickets yeah so we had two actual ga tickets and then okay the third just uh He's like, hold on, let me go get my keys, go out and stand by this door. And it's the door, yeah. like, at Bramwich where, like, the administrative offices are. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he just opened the door and walked in. He's like, all right, well, welcome to K-State. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the <Yeah>. game. <laughs> so it was literally just walking in, pretty much. It wasn't... That's big. 
I wish there was a like crazier story. Like, yeah. had to sneak around, but it wasn't really that cool. Yeah. But yeah, <sighs> we went to the game, which was pretty awesome. It was packed. Um, I think he said that they ended up turning down like at least three hundred people at the door. Wow. Um, which without tickets, I don't. Or with tickets. I'm assuming could you imagine I'm with I'm assuming with tickets, but I'm assuming it was students because if you purchase the ticket, there's no way I don't know. I I would have lost my mind. Well yeah, but first of all, you would have got there in a more timely fashion. Well, yeah, true. Because you would have known better that you couldn't show up later otherwise you might get right. skewed uh, skewed. <laughs> screwed. But yeah, somewhere like three hundred people and it was packed to the brim. Obviously, because there's one extra in there that didn't get their ticket scanned. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, the game itself, I don't know. It kind of started out like I almost had a pit in my stomach. Like I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. And Yeah, because they, they started out pretty decent. Yeah, they were just tossing everything in. Yeah. And then we stretched it to 10 at halftime. It's like, all right, now we just, just need to finish the game. And then we stretched it out to 30. Um, which, is which was insane, but the crowd was going nuts because obviously that's awesome when you're hitting right. shots and just going up by infinity to win the big 12. And right. then it was almost like we quit playing. So the crowd almost like died for a little bit there in the second half, which sucked right. because like the lid was just ready to blow off the place. And then they hit like, three straight threes and we turned it over a couple times and they went on a, I can't remember. I think you said like an 18 to four run or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that point you're just like sitting there like, all right, come on. This isn't, yeah, I got, <laughs> what are you guys even trying to prove? <laughs> yeah. There's like, you, the game is over and now it just looks like it wasn't a beat down. So would you say, and obviously um, we, we talk about this before and, you kind of touched on it there with the crowd being super jazzed mm-hmm. uh, when when K State's up thirty, right? Yeah. But even if we would have like, granted, they probably would have stayed pumped if you know K- they didn't go on that um, kind of let OU not back yeah. into it. But well, just if we would have been even the whole entire way out, yeah, like it's still it's still the the crowd moment or the whatever the yeah. juice would have stayed up. But what would you if you could guarantee a win? Do you think like how loud? Well, that's that goes back to the KU game, right? Because that that was more of uh, with a couple minutes left, you still weren't sure, and that's why the Cardi windmill was so sick. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, would you you know would you guarantee if we could have beat Oklahoma on a three pointer at the end? Like because then the crowd like that would have been freaking nuts. Bramwich, right? Yeah, Bramwich would not exist if that happened, probably because yeah, it would have like, crumbled. I, and was that the loudest? You think it like at certain points was it as loud or <clears throat> were you at any of the KU games in 2010? Maybe it was louder the blackout. Yeah, it was probably a little louder for some of the KU games, um, yeah. just because there were mo- they were more back and forth. So mm-hmm. once we stretched it out to ten, it wasn't like the crowd was super super into it when we were on defense, like they would have been yeah. if it was closer and we would have hit come down and hit a basket to take the lead or something like that. Right, right, but it was it still got pretty loud just because the amount of people there. Did you guys hang out after for the like? Were you were you there for a little bit after, or did you get going? No, we we stayed for the whole thing like afterwards. Oh, so that's what I was saying because like some people like with like a few uh, like a minute or so left in the game were leaving. I was like, I don't understand why you'd come to the game then. Yeah, why would you come all that way? Well, you know, old, so they got to beat the traffic. True, yeah. They're just like, see us win the Big 12 championship and have confetti and see the trophy or beat the traffic. Uh, (laughs) Beat the traffic sounds way better. Beat the traffic so I can get home by 7.30. So we can stop and get Taco Bell on the way back to wherever. (laughs) Bumble (laughs) Dodge City. Four four and a half hour drive away. (laughs) But yeah. No, it it was packed all the way. So it was kind of different because obviously we don't do it very often. So the game ended and then so everybody was just kind of like standing around and like the players were kind of celebrating. And then it took a while for them to like bring the trophy out and set up the confetti stuff and 
all that okay, stuff. So it wasn't immediate. No. I mean, <laughs> when I say it took a while, I mean like it took like two minutes, not like right. twenty. But right. so they brought all that stuff out and then they like announced the uh blah 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 winners of the Big Twelve. And then they present the trophy and then Cam and Barry and Dean all said stuff to the crowd and then they just kind of uh took pictures and stuff with the trophy and then they ended up cutting down the nets and we stayed for the nets, which we were talking about that too, like how crazy but awesome of a tradition is that there's nothing else like it besides maybe like tearing down the goalposts. But even then that's not as cool as just cutting down the nets. (laughs) But could you imagine if like when you just win uh, like a big 12 football championship (laughs) and you just tear down a goalpost? (laughs) Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't. Like you do that on a huge upset. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't when we uh, won the Big Twelve That's in 2012 because they all the fans rushed the field. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I I feel like there hasn't been a goalpost tearing down since probably like whenever KU did last. That seems like the last yeah. one I can remember in college football. Honestly, yeah, they must. I, I think they kind of don't. Obviously, don't like it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of a weird tradition because like. I can't imagine. I don't know who the first person to do it was like, oh, my God, we just won. We should take the net with us. But everybody should get to cut it and keep a little piece of the net. Ma- imagine if you, uh, like, if it would have been a, a like a close victory and you rushed the court for the win. Like, everyone rushed the court for the win. Maybe it was an upset <laughs> to win the big. Like, if we were playing tech. Yeah. And then, like, if you were rushing, just jump up and grab a piece of the net and try and rip it off for yourself. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty big time. That'd be crazier. Get up on somebody's shoulders and just sit on the basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool too. But yeah, it was it was fun. I'm really glad we were able to go because from your perspective, I mean, obviously it was awesome, but being there would have yeah. been much better. Yeah, obviously. Um, if I could have planned everything and yeah, I, I mean, it's, we, I didn't have anything planned. <laughs> yeah. and, plus like even though we're insane like we're a little insane so i was like ah, i just have been watching them all here and they've done really well like, <laughs> yeah. i don't need to go to a game. I, honestly that was in the back of my mind the first half i was like am i gonna have to go home at halftime and watch the second half at home <laughs> because i'm that superstitious yeah like it matters at all <laughs> yeah. um the only reason why I had stopped watching games solo in my room, which I did for the entire nine-game win streak, yeah. is a- after um, the KU loss, because then I started thinking, I was like, ah, oh, man, I did everything perfect on my superstitions, <laughs> yeah. and we, st- <laughs> we still lost. So, like, uh, I guess I can watch somewhere else. So, I actually pulled a sea monster and watched at a bar, oh, wow. which was wild. Yeah, that would yeah. be wild. It was wild. So we watched at B-dubs. Uh, luckily, thank God. I was still pretty confident in the game because I would have never watched that if, if like, K-State was playing Tech like, yeah. or somebody. You know, not not that OU couldn't yeah. rise up and, and beat K-State, but still. like Not an opponent that you would have been super, super nervous to play. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's, but yeah so. that would be better. See, I don't like watching him at the bar or anything no, like that because usually you're around more – fans like where you're at you probably it was probably basically you that was a k-state yeah. fan yeah it was almost just like watching it at home because i just had a buffalo wild wings corner tv <laughs> yeah. at the bar so it wasn't too bad yeah. like no one was bothering me yeah because some sometimes i don't know all fans of any it doesn't matter there's there's yeah. going to be people that are just idiots and i can't yeah. stand <laughs> like when it's super stressful or just yeah. watching in general when they're just saying nonsense the entire time. Oh, it's so. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that's unbelievably bad. I, I mean, it, there's cool points where it'd be very cool to celebrate with everyone, but 99 percent of the time, if you're watching a sporting event like with a watch, I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not big into the watch parties either, yeah. um, unless it's like us that like five at a house. Like that's way different than 75 people at uh, <laughs> which is which is why like in my seats at k-state football games i get so angry because so many people just infuriate me yeah like d- don't but whatever um let's be positive now with uh 
Big 12 championship. So is is I, I guess I forgot, but was the 13 the first one since 1980? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure at least regular season. That's absurd in the 80s. I don't. Well, it would have been 19. Seems... Well, did we win? And we didn't win when no. we when Mitch Mitch Richmond senior year, right? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the banner says 1980 and then 2013 on there. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know. Like I was just looking at the banner on TV, and I know it had been a long time, obviously, yeah. um, in 2013. I just like thought that the late 80s would have been – Yeah, with – Those were really good teams, obviously. Yeah, with Mitch Richmond and all those guys. Because yeah, I, yeah. I guess I did see that this was the first time that we – we're ranked ahead of KU since like 1977 or something like that in the final poll, which so that would That's make insane. sense then that it wouldn't have been there wouldn't have been any between 1980 and 2013. That's completely absurd. But yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun, and it was way cooler that we got to do it at home because I mean, just a game at Oklahoma would have been stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been very dumb. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was fun. Uh, at uh so now we're getting into conference tournaments um which to me i don't know i kind of i like and dislike them i like just because you get to watch whenever you look there's always a college basketball game on right? yeah. like for the next five days mm-hmm. right basically so that part's cool um a lot of it though the uh, let me touch on the small teams first so the small conferences still have auto bids for winning your conference tournament yeah despite whatever you did during the regular season which bothers me <laughs> yeah. because i i mean it's always funny to see like 9 and 21 Oakland Michigan make the tournament like you're like oh that's so funny like <laughs> yeah. that's cool and then you're like shit dude like 27 and 5 name northern michigan when 18 and 0 in conference i'm just making this up yeah. like when whatever oh in conference and but didn't have any good non-cons, so they can't get an at-large. I think they got to – I know we talked about it maybe even last year. We might be coming up on, on a year now um, of doing this or maybe just in a group chat. But it, they got to figure out – I think they got to do something. Like either give those – I would say maybe give the – if you're going to keep the conference tournaments, give the winner a double buy into the semis so they only have to win two. Um, there, there's probably a ton of different things you can do, um, just, just to make sure they get a huge advantage because it's, it's, I mean, your regular season is essentially, I mean, it's not pointless, but I mean, it kind of is Miak. Yeah. And the Miak and some of the other conferences where you're, you're not going to get in at large. It's like, yeah. All right. You want to be good. It's fun. You know, it's fun for the kids to be good, but you're trying to make the tournament and, and you never know. Some of these teams will win a game or two in the tournament, and you know that's historic season. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of how they've kept it at. at it's kind of like how absurd it is with Kansas football playoffs. Like, because you have your district, and you could just not win a game, and win like one or two games in your district, and make it yeah. into the playoffs, which is stupid. Yeah, which is insane. Like I mean, that would be like you guys going six and zero, and then one and two in conference, seven and two, and not making it. Which yeah. um, probably could that could happen for it you. has. I think my sophomore year, maybe something like that happened, and it yeah. came down to points. Like we didn't win by <laughs> yeah. enough our last game, and so the team, the other team, got in above us because they had the same district record and won by more points or something stupid like that. It was insane. Insane. So we'll go into the Big Twelve Conference um, tournament matchups. Um, for the bigger conferences, it's it's mainly cool, and especially at Kansas City. I've only been to Power and Light once a couple years ago, um, just to hang out. But during the uh, tournament, besides, or just in general? Yeah. No, no, I was gonna during, say during there's the, no way you've the only been there once. <laughs> no, during the tournament, just went there once, um, and I wasn't there for that long. Wasn't like getting rowdy, but that seems like it would be a blast. Yeah to do i want to do that at some point um the problem with it the, the thing about it is is and i know the games don't really matter but still if i bought a ticket to go down like a plane ticket to go down to the big 12 tournament like you know not even go to the games just hang out in power and light in case they lost early i'd be like well shit yeah. like 
like, yeah, I get it's fun to drink, but I'm like, kind of want to drink and like have a little something to look, to forward, look forward to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've never but, been to the Big Twelve tournament. I've always kind of wanted to go, but yeah, like he said, yeah. if you just are like, all right, I'm gonna set aside this weekend, and then we lose on Thursday, you're like, all, all right, right, all right sick. Sweet. two PTO days gone. <laughs> yeah, could, it could be cold as shit. Like so, yeah. um, we usually save them for football and golf. But uh, so K State plays the winner of the eight nine uh, on Thursday. At two. Yeah. So stupid, right? Yeah, that like, sucks. But it's kind of awesome because then you can just not work that afternoon. Yeah, true. Just pull it up on true. your computer. That's a good point. So the 8-9 is pretty decent teams, though, is the problem with, uh, I believe, Oklahoma State and TCU. Yeah. Uh, so Oklahoma State obviously beat KU, been playing really well down the stretch, almost beat Tech. Um, and then TCU with a huge shocker just spanked. The piss out of Texas <laughs> yeah. at Texas on Saturday after TCU had gone on, you know, like a three or four game bad losing streak. So they might have got themselves um, back in it. Back in the, yeah, back in the tournament mix. So K State will likely play TCU, not a bad team. And the issue here for K State is just the injuries mount- mounting up. Um, we don't expect to see Dean Wade at all in the Big 12 tournament. And Hopefully Cam will be okay. He seems to always play, even though they always say he's more hurt. So well, the thing I saw um, too was he went to the hospital on Saturday after the yeah, game. Yeah, unrelated to his foot. Yeah, he had like a really serious migraine or something like that. But, yeah, that's insane. Which I couldn't even imagine because I get migraines every once in a while. But I'm assuming it happened after the game. But if it was during the yeah. game, I can't even like see straight when I have a migraine. Yeah, so. and also. Like, I, I've had them too, but imagine how bad it must be. to. I, I guess it could go in with dehydration too um, or something like that, but I can't even fathom. That would be just awful. But, uh, but yeah, with without Dean, it's probably a tall order um, to, get, to get too far, but not impossible um, when you're talking about playing TC, TCU and then the winner of Baylor. Iowa State, I believe, yeah. unless they reseed them. I'm not sure if they reseed or not. No, I don't I, think they do. I don't think so. So, uh, not impossible games to win, but at the same time, it's like, all right, K State, do you want them to win? A lot of guys need rest. Like playing three days in a row, I don't know. It's it's tough to to think about in that way. But like we talked about before, you know, I would say. If we get by the if K State gets by the first game, then I'm gonna be like, all right, just win it because it'll be sick to win both of them. Yeah, like just for that reason. It, yeah, it would be awesome to win both, but yeah, at the same time, like all of our guys need rest. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know with Dean if it's a matter of just being out for the Big Twelve or the whole NCAA. Yeah. Which if he's out for both, then I mean, I guess you just gotta give it your all and try and win it. Right, yeah. That's... To at least have more fun before we get bounced in the tournament, because no yeah, Dean. But... Yeah, we we'll, we won't be that sad until uh, next week if that comes out. Yeah. So, but also uh, um, Cardi is supposed to be back, and uh, yeah, we, after his hand surgery, uh, me and uh, Clint were talking about it just a little bit ago about. Whatever that movie is, um, Rookie of the Year, whatever, where the kid gets like sur- <laughs> gets like surgery and has a rubber arm. The Cubs, the Cubs pitch. Yeah. and he can oh throw like God. 130. We we're talking about if That's... Cartier just gets off surgery and uh, is just the best shooter of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. But. Uh, well, we'll see. It, it'll be exciting to see him back. I mean, hopefully he gets a, a he should get a good amount of minutes. Um, that's probably the most important thing would be if we can play a couple games in Kansas City, then to get Mac some sort of something. Yeah, because he's been a complete enigma all year. <laughs> um, get try some more minutes. Hopefully Jada gets back in there. Um, so definitely good experience, and and Barry will obviously play, and so hopefully. You know, with Barry, if he if he's good, Bobby mode, then you know that they, they can they can 
win a few games yeah. in Kansas City. So. He's been out of Bobby mode for a few games, so he needs to get the trigger back. That's right. Whatever he had uh, last year that made the announcer call him Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need that. Yeah, we need Bobby and Yada. Yeah, we need Yada for sure. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. It's going to be... I'm also interested to see like how hard we're gonna play because I know if I was a player and he won the regular season, um, I would just be like, uh, I don't know, this is fun playing, but it doesn't really matter. We still have the big dance to the, play in. The worst thing about it right now is I think K State is so solidified in the four five slot. Yeah, it doesn't, and yeah, and that's what we win it. We're pretty much a lock for a four. And I don't even. Th- I don't even think if we lose the first round, we'd be a six. No, there's no chance. So the the problem with it is, and yeah, that's looking far ahead because obviously a four, um, you're going to get to play an easier team in the second round, a five, than if you were, you know, a six or seven, you'd have to play that. But just the thought of like, you're like, oh shit, like the one seed is looming. That always just like kind of, you're like, oh, what's the point? We got to play freaking duke in the sweet 16 so (laughs) it doesn't even matter like nothing matters at all yeah i don't know it'll it'll still be fun to hopefully yeah at least win thursday and then have something to look forward to on friday you're hoping for it uh oh yeah yeah, okay you're talking about the big 12 yeah yeah for sure because then it'll be a night game on friday yeah obviously yeah but because then selection Sunday is Sunday, right? And we'll find out soon. Right, then. of course. So, which is always, which is always yeah. fun. So, um, ramping up college basketball. Uh, so that'll be a blast. Do we want to go right going into the next one? Yeah, might as well. It's probably enough college basketball talk. Yeah. All right. So this, the reason I thought of this one is because I did something not super super devastating but still felt like an idiot um a lot of times we'll get do you guys have you you guys probably don't at a smaller company but you've you know what a distribution list is obviously right yeah where where you have uh like anywhere from five to like hundreds of people on the dl that's you know it's it's named yeah we whatever we had that at the bank like we had there's a group for like each department like I was right. loan operations, so everyone that you sent to that group went to everybody in that group or whatever. Right, right. Well, the problem with ours is they all have a prefix that's like determined by the parent company, so they all look the same. And you can easily type in H, and then you get all of them listed. Yeah. Like so, I t- in my two. So basically, what happened is I typed in. I was just sending an email to my boss, and I wanted to copy our team. Uh, to sit, you know, just so they had visibility, like asking a question. Yeah. Um, but the question was like, it, it I wasn't, it didn't say anything bad, but I was kind of being like, a, you know, it's just one of those like, hey, why did they do this? Like type of thing, like <laughs> something that, you know, you definitely don't want more than your boss and your team seeing. Yeah. But anyways, of course, I copied the like one of the main, like one of our main leadership DLs. That also goes to like a parent company. Luckily, it was still our company, but there's like 20 people on there and VPs and execs. <laughs> like, n- maybe not 20, but t- but 10 or 12. And so I so I sent it, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you guys get that?" And they're like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And I was sitting there. This is yesterday before I left, <laughs> yeah. and then I looked at it. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I recalled it, but I don't even think you can recall stuff to a distribution list. I don't think it works that way. Well, we um, had something like that happen where our boss sent it to the entire bank, and <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> so, like, it was something like kind of I don't know. It wasn't like personal, but like semi yeah, semi confidential, yeah. and we were freaking out and. Uh, we were trying to figure out there is a recall thing, but I think once they open it and read it, you can't recall it. It's only if they haven't read it or whatever. Right. But, so if you did it to like, if I sent you and five <coughs> other individual people a message and I recalled it and only you viewed it, mm-hmm. it would recall the other four. Yeah. Which would be fine. Like then I could, cause I did it within a minute, but the problem is I don't know how that works on a distribution list, yeah, I don't you know, know? <laughs> because it goes to the whole DL. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. And I always make fun of everyone who 
replies all on a like a company wide email and they reply all and then it just goes down a freaking rabbit hole of everyone <laughs> saying like because because there's salespeople on it and they're you know they're outside sales and they're like uh could you take me off this email thread and they're replying all so you just have 200 emails <laughs> yeah. and the whole time I'm like everyone who responds to this should just be fired that should be your ticket like if you're if you're too like you, you can't even see all these emails coming through but i mean it's probably different on your phone i, I don't not fancy enough to to have my phone set up and, and be doing emails on my phone but uh but yeah i was pretty devastated i've tried to just avoid the people that is that are on it hoping that they didn't get it so i'm probably gonna stick with that that <laughs> method of just not thinking about it and not looking at any of the people that got it and kind of just hoping it goes away yeah so we don't have that within company because I mean, we're super small, so if I replied all, it would be to five other people. Right. But <laughs> I have, uh, so I was emailing my dad because we sometimes go out to lunch or whatever. And so I was e- emailing him one day and I was just saying like, hey, are we on for lunch today? And so I start typing in his email, which is Mark S, like M-A-R-K-S. But I only typed in the M-A-R and then pressed enter. So it put in Mary and it was a uh, she works for like the Pottawatomie County Courthouse or something like that. <laughs> and so I I didn't realize it until after cuz usually he'll reply pretty fast and I hadn't heard anything. And so I finally looked in my scent and I sent it to her and so <laughs> <laughs> she just got a random like are we on for lunch today from me. <laughs> but luckily she didn't oh reply before I replied and said well, her husband probably saw it. Yeah, well, and was like, "What in the world?" And you started a whole, yeah, true, dramatic thing. That could have been yeah. the case, but I replied back and said that was not intended for you. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> but that was you didn't try and recall no. it because it. Yeah, I don't know. I could have easily, but no point, I guess. But but like yeah, so I was just happy because then of course I was like dissecting my email. I was like, all right, hopefully. And there was nothing that bad in it at all. But, I mean, I, not to say I've sent bad emails, obviously, because you don't want to do that ever. Yeah, even if you're sending them to friends. But, like, you know, you send, like, some like sometimes you'll get a little like question, angry, Yeah, like, questionable yeah. ones about, like, a different department or something like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I've sent those before. And so now i got to be on top alert. I can't make two mistakes like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, copying the wrong dl yeah that's super funny <laughs> yeah so was, i was pretty devastated about that but um probably i mean i've gotten them from people before a lot of people uh there's a couple people with lines in our big parent company yeah so they'll always be like well i sent it to you and it was like to like peter lyons or something. <laughs> yeah I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. I never got it. And they're like, oh, I said, uh, it says Peter Lyons here. So that's one of the like, that's one of the things. Like, not to go back on the old people and technology thing, <laughs> but like, it's always seems to happen where, like, you send an email and they're like, oh, I never got it. Must have gone to my spam or something like that. Or yeah. like, they're the ones sending it, and you're like, yeah, I swear I didn't get anything. They're like, oh, I don't know what's going on with this thing, and you know they accidentally <laughs> just sent it to the wrong person or something like that. Or, yeah, well, we I, I've gotten that before, too, and it's not even old people. They're like, oh, I thought I sent it to you. I'm like, dude, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's just an easy thing to say. It's like, oh, I definitely, I thought I texted you back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely replied. You're like, no, that's not usually how emails work. They usually 99 not even 99, 100% of the time they go through now. Yeah. So it's like, you can't just say that. Yeah. You're like, okay. It just, yeah, it must have not gone through or I don't know what happened. It just uh, went to my spam yeah, my folder. Outlook, my outlook's been all weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like all messed up. I got to go talk to IT. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's all sorts of jibbed up. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> all right. Um, I don't know. We, we don't have chili for transitions here. Yeah. So but, they're kind of uh, rocky transitions, but who cares? <laughs> But who cares? Yeah. So this one, so I want to talk, we're getting back into a food spell. It's probably been, I don't even know how long. Basically since Phil was on the PCAS and we had a Phil's food. Yeah. So um, this one comes up just because I I would say as I've, you know, lived alone for the (laughs) last few years, definitely um, 
gotten more into leftovers. Um, it's just a way of life when you're cooking for one. Yeah. I mean, if you're not eating leftovers, you're super rich or you're just insane because you're wasting so much money. Yeah, because it, um, it's literally impossible to cook for just one person, pretty much. There's no it, such thing. I mean, right. And it's so inefficient to cook for one because then you have to keep cooking like <laughs> every night. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a, that's a lot of work and it just it's just not uh, not ideal. But um, there, I mean, there's a couple different ways we can go with leftovers. Obviously, if you can repurpose them, if you're like made like let's say you made uh, like steak tacos yeah. and then you can make like you know you can repurpose those and have them as nachos or have them in a rice dish. Yeah. When you can do that, that's huge. Yeah, I've been um, I've been big into that lately. Like cook a steak yeah. and then have just steak and then have leftover and make like steak tacos and then make like uh yeah. something else. I saw that breakfast sandwich you made yeah. with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's always huge, but um what I really want to talk about, I think I just saw some some random tweet. I don't I don't remember. They were they were ranking or I don't think they were ranking. They were just talking about leftovers or maybe I was listening to another podcast, but um, got into instead of uh, full ranking, I just want to talk <coughs> about best leftover food and, and worst leftovers. Yeah. Um, so my number one best leftover, and a lot of this is probably takeout wise or order wise, um, just because when you're cooking for yourself, that's like you're always going to eat the leftover. Like that's fine. Yeah. Um, but my number one is, and this is, some of these we, we can, are might even be better than the original, like when you have it fresh, is deep dish pizza. So the reason I say this about is specifically Lou Malnati's, which uh, Dom got to experience when he was up here. The reason is, is because when you have so many tomatoes and so much stuff going on on the pizza and you're getting it and you're having it hot, it's straight like it's all it all hasn't set into each other mm-hmm. so it's like it's not it's not like one unit it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like just like it's kind of all that those ingredients that that need to like congeal i don't i don't even know the word but need to um marry uh, like, in the refrigerator marry yeah <laughs> yeah marry into each other <laughs> um but basically what happens with that loose so then it sits in the fridge and it's kind of all setting and then the huge part about that is the next day, so you got the deep dish pizza, you have to go either oven or toaster oven with that yeah, um, to keep the crispiness. And then you can get it to your crispiness liking because um, sometimes when you get the pizza, it'll be a little watery because the sausage we talked about, there's just ungodly amount of sausage on it. <laughs> it's just a slab. Um, it's a slab and it's so thick and there's obviously going to be moisture in that sausage. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gets taken out and then you throw it in the toaster oven and you've got everything going. So honestly, that one, I will say, I, don't, I won't just say like possibly that is better for me the next day um, than fresh. Um, obviously it's still really good fresh. It goes from probably a 9.2 to a 9.3 or 9.4. So it's, it's not noticeable, but yeah. I'd go pizza, specifically deep dish, as my number one leftover item. So I think that um, just the Italian food genre in general is good mm-hmm. leftover. Like yeah. any, almost any pasta dish is pretty good leftover, and that's good microwaved. You don't have to uh, like yeah, you don't have do to special fancy. stuff with it. So like spaghetti, I've got that, I've got that on my yeah. list too. Spaghetti for sure. So like spaghetti and um, like fettuccine Alfredo or like Alfredo sauce or whatever, um, or like lasagna are all oh, yeah. are all amazing. The next day. Hold yeah, on. They're... So um, we have a special guest on our podcast. Welcome. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Welcome. Oh my, that's loud. Uh, that is Kurt. He just joined us, so uh, I said welcome to myself. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome. Joined it. I thought it was going to be somebody new. I was kind of intrigued. <laughs> so, no, somebody random walks into his house. No, but well, I don't know. I thought it. That, would, I don't uh, know where you guys are at in the cast, but that last sen- that last sentiment is absolutely true, and I think it's because lasagna is so like when it's just well, I guess any it's just the sauce, I guess in general, yeah. but like when you. Uh, like when you have it, it's just is so uh, 
I don't know. It's like messy and runny. And then yep. when it has a chance to sit, it like just like kind of clumps together a little bit. So you literally missed the entire thing about Sam saying about that. Ex- literally the exact thing. Oh, okay. Same thing yeah. about Lumonati's pizza though. Oh, so I did have a comment on that because when you and and I don't know if we already talked about this on the podcast, but I thought that uh, when you were talking about Lumonati's, I thought it was why do I say that word Lumonati's? It's kind of hard to say. You can That's just right. say lose. Lose. When you were had had lose, it was uh, you said that the the sauce was pureed. I thought it was chunkier. It's, it I, it's kind of in between. Lose is in between Giordano's and Gino's. Um, yeah, it's so uh like Gino's has the huge chunks. Yeah, no point. Yeah, so it's it's in between that. It, it's still chunky. I don't know. It's we, not really. Have I wouldn't describe it, it as chunky though. It's no, still like little clumpy. tiny pieces. It's like chunky. clumpy. It's just not like a blended. Giordano's is like purely pure like marinara sauce. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's not that. It's it's definitely in between. Um, both of them, it, yeah. But yeah, we were talking. It, it's definitely sauce related that has to set that makes spaghetti, pizza, all those. Is better. it only red <laughs> sauce though? Because I feel like any Alfredo sucks the day after. Eh, I think it's still pretty good. Sometimes though, it'll like separate if you. Uh, at well, least Alfredo like, gets Alfredo gets stinky and bad quick. That's the only problem. You got to eat that the next day. Yeah. True. Because it, depending how much it's got, so much and... puke cheese in it. That's what I used to call Parmesan because <laughs> it smells <laughs> like yeah, puke, kind of. So that was how that conversation started: is like leftover pizza, and then any Italian food is better leftover. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Really, yeah. any pizza, yeah. like even if it's, I mean, it could be like a Neapolitan style or the deep dish style. It doesn't really matter. It's still better leftover, even uh, cold. Yeah, that's debatable. Not better. See, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a, a brick oven is better. Leftover. Yeah, like thin crust is not better leftover because then if mm, you heat it up yeah. in the toaster oven or if it if it's in the microwave, then it's just soggy. If it's in the oven, then it gets too crispy. I guess I don't. It's too I dry. I don't really order like super thin crust that time. Brick yeah. oven, brick oven being like AJ's. Uh, no, no, no. Or like no. actual like, that, New York style. No, so I I meant Neapolitan, not I. I meant like California Pizza Kitchen style. Oh, or uh. Like the super thin, yeah. AJ's is still good, warm, warmed up. Yeah, yeah but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's better though. Yeah, it's probably not better. No, no. What, what else you got? So we've pretty much talked about that with deep dish pizza and specifically pasta. I had on my list too. I have uh, one of my favorite leftovers, which I've been just mowing through for days now, is Chinese. I'm a huge Chinese leftovers fan. Um, I know that that one's probably controversial because I know some people. I cannot probably agree are with not. That. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> not huge into that. I, some sometimes it's okay. Like chicken, chicken is, is fine. Um, rice yeah. is absolutely not fine because well, it gets yeah, crunchy. Right. Oh, separate. How do you fix that? I think you just steam. Have, yeah, you put. I've always put like water in it and okay. then put yeah. it in the microwave. So you know how I texted you though with the sushi. And how uh, green tea sushi has amazing rice, even though the onions in it are, like, too much. But they must, like, put extra oil in it or something. That's probably why it's good. But it was actually good uh, heated up because all that extra oil, like, I don't know, it made it, it, made it moist. It wasn't, yeah, like, you, it wasn't crispy, exactly like what you said. I hate crispy rice. Well, it's not crispy. It's just, like, crunchy and hard. Well, right? that's what I meant. I mean, crispy, crunchy. Buttery, crispy, the, flaky. Not the same. <laughs> but the uh, ch- how hard is it too? So I've got, I've got this issue right now. I was trying to get the leftover white rice out of there. You're just making a gigantic mess. Like when uh, you like have leftover white rice from your the rest of your leftovers. No, no. no. Oh. So like, I just have a white rice container that they give you, and obviously no one eats a lot of white rice because they give it to you for free, and you have a ton of other stuff. Well, I was trying to get the white rice out to put on my plate yesterday from the fridge. Oh, my God. And it's just like little individual pieces spraying everywhere. (laughs) And you're like, this is so difficult. I wonder if you heated it up. Because, you know, like when they put it in that container, like it's impossible to separate it out. And it's like you basically try to pour a little bit on and like the whole block of rice starts to come out. Yeah. Dude, come on. So I wonder if you tried to heat it up in that block, if it would be better. Like then you just kind of shave off the outside like crunchy parts. Yeah, you pro- you probably could pour out, but I didn't want the whole freaking thing. Well, like, there's well, still a ton in yeah, there. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and yeah. But at that point, are you really going to reheat it again? So you're probably not going to eat it again. No, I'm probably not going to eat it. But 
I don't know. I still didn't want the whole thing because if I if I heat something up, like I'm in this way, if I make leftovers and I warm it up, I'm not just like Ugh, and throw some away. Like I eat all of the stuff that I warm up. If it's good, like if it's good, I'm not gonna leave half of my plate just because I warmed up too much. Yeah, that's true. So with Chinese, the thing is, almost about I would say eight times out of ten, after I eat it, I feel not very good afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of. Uh, <laughs> Makes the leftovers not as appetizing to me the next day, but I it it's pretty good as far as leftovers go, I guess. Yeah. If but, you so, I've got yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Kurt. Well, no, I was just gonna say like basically any food if you can make it through without being sick that first day, then it's probably okay the second day. But like yeah. if you feel like shit after the first one, your likelihood of eating that is slim to none. Yeah, yeah. I um. So I've got and I've got worse now and worse are so easy just because there's a, there's actually a good amount of things that are very not good left over. Um, but do you guys have any other on best? Like I, I just wrote those three down that we talked about. So I'm trying to think. Well, one thing. Okay, it's not really leftover because leftover it's not good. But if you. Do you guys like just like cold fried chicken every once in a while instead of like yeah, super so, hot? So I've got that listed on here. I'm all about my food and leftovers has to be almost burning my mouth hot or <laughs> cold from the fridge. Yeah. Like I can't I can't go for that medium like I don't like that at all. Something about it just doesn't sit well with me and it's just not appetizing. So when I make food, a lot of times I go reheat it mid eating like because, yeah, because if you have like a pocket enough. of cold you're like oh my god is the rest of it gonna be like this because i can't yeah and, and this you're like dude am i really that lazy i can't go warm this back up i'm just gonna eat this cold like medium temperature like five pieces are kind of warm and so there's no point but yeah fried chicken i will say that's that's one of the the cold ones that i enjoy just like pizza but shit i haven't had fried chicken in so long yeah i haven't yeah. either Okay, let's go to worst. All right, so worst. Um, this one is so easy, and you really shouldn't even save them at all. These two are nachos and french fries. <laughs> so nachos, I've had, um, like, if you, any Mexican, any shell, basically, obviously, um, anything with breading, those are really bad. And Mike mentioned it before. Uh, before you got here, Kurt, and it is true that you can repurpose it, but if you're talking about an actual steak from a steakhouse, I'm eating that whole thing because I don't want to have to heat it up and make it medium Yeah, well. I was going to say that steak is one, but pretty much anything, anything that has to be cooked to temperature or to a certain temperature cannot be heated up and be good unless you cook it fully through the first time. So sometimes you have to, like, and again, if he's already said it, then it's probably then he's probably said this exactly but yeah if you get it medium rare there's no way in hell you'll ever be able to heat that back up and have it be like salvageable as just an eating steak and when i mean savage right. like salvageable like being like heated through good, heated through and like being like good tasting yeah but sometimes it, you can uh chop that up really thin and make like a taco out of it or yeah, something yeah, with that's eggs what, that's or what we said that, right? yeah yeah, we talked about repurposing, but as that initial steak, there's no point. Like you, you'll make it into something and it'll be fine. But that's why I'm all all about just eating. Eat all your freaking steak, no matter how big it is at the at the restaurant, or if you're you know if you're grilling a good one and you're like, well, see if you're grilling a good one, then you can grill enough to make another one for leftovers and make it into Philly cheese steak or something. So like if that. you just like if you just like barely seared, if you seared the the top and bottom of a steak. And then put it in the microwave, would it be good? Mm, I don't think in the microwave. I always reheat it in a pan. I'll slice it and heat it in a skillet. But like, yeah, that that's a pro. No, but there. I mean, like, if you had it, I'm I'm trying to think of a way to. Well, if I said, okay, well, I bought this whole, I bought these two steaks, or whatever, and I'm not just gonna like unfreeze one and then refreeze it, or right. I'm not gonna. I don't want steak like two nights in a row or something like that. So if you cooked it, like just seared either side and then it was essentially rare and then you put it in the microwave the next day, you probably still wouldn't be able to get it warm throughout. It, it's, 
It's yeah, it's so hard to microwave it without making it just into well, and without losing all the redness yeah. inside. Yeah. The yeah. only way, because like the big new method of cooking it is reverse searing it. So it's basically you cook it through to what you want, and then just slap it on like really hot, and then get the sear on the outside. Mm-hmm. So if you did it that way, like slow cooked it. So it was medium rare, and then when you wanted to reheat it, you just slap it on a really hot pan on either side to heat it through real quick. It might be okay that way. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to heat it through (laughs) from searing. That's the whole slapping. I always think of like (laughs) slapping your knee or slapping your belly, like just slapping it. You just take it and slap it in the pan. So another thing, I don't know (laughs) if this is considered Italian food. It's definitely not, but if uh, if it is, this is the one that's not good reheated. Uh, macaroni and cheese is not good reheated. Like, no. because well, not it's never box. creamy. Box, it just gets super dry and there's no sauce anymore. Yeah, but like even homemade. Any. Even, yeah. even homemade is kind of tough because it's like, then the noodles are a little bit harder and the, uh, like the cheese is always going to be clumpy. So like, the pro move for, for me when I reheat like mac and cheese or stuff like that is I add a little milk to the container before I put it in the microwave. So then you start heating it up and then you stir it around and it's almost like you're making a new sauce, like you're re-thinning out the wow. sauce. Wow, okay. So, I mean, I don't mind Let's leftover mac and out. cheese. I have done, uh, to to get like rice moist, we were talking about it being miserable, crunchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've put like three glasses of water, basically, <laughs> in all the corners <laughs> of the microwave, hoping to get some sort of steam going inside there. Ooh. But uh, did not work. Some sort of a sauna effect, as they might say. Yeah, they might. Some. Might. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's another yeah. terrible yeah. one? Reheating? You were saying Mexican. Mexican usually like hard shell tacos, miserable. Yeah, reheated. Soft yeah, shell, yeah. like burritos are fine. Yeah, burritos if they have some I mean, sort just of sauce. So, yeah, burritos anyway, you can get away with. They have to have some um, sort of sauce on them though to be reheated. The, fine. the problem with me, I've been eating a lot of hash browns lately. Oh. Um. Making my own hashies, those are very not very good. No. Later, no. yeah, uh, unfortunately, potatoes and unless you refry them, yeah, you have which to. Is like, okay, yeah. that's not even leftover at that point. You're just making a new meal. Yeah, how insane! Like to make a good set of hash browns, super hard, like time intensive to make. Four, it's like thirty to forty minutes. Yeah, like eat honestly. from scratch, which is how you should make them all the time. But like, then you would have to, you have to basically have the potato cooked through, or do you guys cook the potato through? First, like, do you have yeah. a baked potato? Well, and then if, um, if I usually just get already shredded, I'm not shredding them myself. Yeah, but like, it's they're way better if you shred them yourself. But even if you do, even if you do that and take out the shred time, you still have to like, because you can't just you can't just like put it as hot as you can and then go ahead because no. then it just burns them. Yeah, and they're not even you need, good. You, a pro move on those on hashies, obviously gigantic pan so they can be spread out. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but also before you flip them, put like a microwave, um, your butter and then pour it over the top so that it's like evenly distributed. So you had hot butter spread over. And then when you flip them, it'll still have, it'll have that butter from the top. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, that, that's the main trick to cooking hash browns is just use like three sticks of butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point. Okay. So um, you made, you said one thing there that I half agree with, but it was the spreading them out. If you have if you have like hand shredded ones, it's actually almost better to not spread them out, like and have them be really close to each other. That way, you, like you know how the chef does it, how you can just like you basically just chop off a chunk of a chunk of hash browns. That's nice because mm-hmm. then you can get the you can get the outside super crispy, but the inside's like basically a mashed potato, mm-hmm. which is really good. But it, that does not yeah, work with well, frozen ones. Yeah, at they're all. pros. So yeah, that's true. I mean, come on, we're comparing it to not for Dom though. The chef, so one yeah. one thing I always make myself and eat for multiple times after is biscuits and gravy because yeah. gravy reheated in the microwave is pretty good. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, it's just the same. Yeah. But what are your biscuits? Well, you just so I heat my up my gravy first, and then my no. What are your reheated biscuits though? Can't be that good. Eh, they're pretty so, good. Sometimes you don't even really have to heat your biscuits that much, right? Because yeah, you just keep them was, at room temperature. I was about to say, put the I gravy just piping hot. Yeah, I put the I warm the gravy up first, and then put the gravy on top, and then pop them in for like ten seconds to get like a little steam in the biscuits, 
Mm. And then I'm going to disagree. Okay, here's another here's another thing that's hard to reheat, and it's not really that it's bad reheated. Well, it's not really that good. But if you have anything that's like a oil, um, but like a, a cream sauce, like a I'm thinking like a chicken Orleans or something like that, so hard to reheat. And part of that's because of the sauce, and part of that's because of the sausage. But you like put that in the if you put that in the microwave. In like literally five seconds, it starts popping all over the place. It's oh, like there's no chance yeah. it's done, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's been in there for five seconds, but it's just like <laughs> it's just like popping super, super hard. Yeah. yeah. Bacon, obviously not good reheated. No bacon, I just leave and have cold on my sandwiches. That's my big yeah, that's bacon move. Um, it's just I make a pound, eat like probably half a pound <laughs> of it. Um. I always get thick cut now. I'm addicted to thick cut bacon. There's really no other bacon that I'll accept anymore um, besides thick cut. And so, yeah, just take it in a bag and then I put it on my sandwiches all week. It's a pretty solid move. Yeah, it is a solid move. Oh. Sandwiches move. and yeah. Sam sandwiches are tortillas with mayonnaise. Well, that was just a, that, that was not that was because it was fried in Lent. I think when I just had a tortilla <laughs> with uh, hot sauce in it, <laughs> you put tor- it was so bad. You put tortilla chips in a tortilla with hot sauce. It was hot sauce. It was a cheesy gordita crunch um, with no with meat. literally nothing. I think I might have had cheese. in Really? There. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows if I had cheese? Oh, man. But uh, yeah, we don't got. We don't have. We just had free agent signings. Is the only. Uh, thing left um that we wanted to talk about or we were gonna talk about obviously um for mike i guess since he's a diehard <laughs> chiefs fan <laughs> fanboy as they say fanboy stan yeah he's a true stan pretty big with the uh honey badger signing that'll be fun yeah that'll be solid with him and uh a full healthy eric berry hopefully yeah so they're gonna so Aren't they both in the box safeties? Is can I guess Tyron plays everywhere, right? Yeah, I, I saw that tweet that he played. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> care. Literally, literally played every position. Um, what do you guys think about Foles? That that deal to the the Jags. So did they release Bortles, or they still have Bortles? They released him, right? Well, I don't think anything's actually happening, right? But I think they're going to release. So him. I was thinking about that. What if like what if a team like the Patriots or because Bortles isn't really is he that is he that bad? I don't know that he's that bad. <laughs> I don't know. He's not very good, but he's not as bad as everyone. Well, Barstool has made him into their goat, so like it's kind of a joke now too. So then everyone thinks he's worse, and I don't know. He, but like, I think that if I he mean, got put in the right system with some, I mean, I I was gonna say if he had tools around him, he had some pretty good fucking tools around him. The but problem is his brain. Tools. His brain. Yeah, that's his true. brain. He's not smart at all. It's very, it's very tough for non-smart, unless you're Brett Favre. But he was probably football smart. So, like, if you're not smart, I mean, or at least you don't even have to be smart. Just I not mean, a Blake Bortles, dumbest rocks. Yeah. <laughs> so waiting on the packies to sign Earl Thomas. That'll be a good day. They already signed Adrian yeah, Amos, they, so they're they not going to sign from the Bears. From the Bears. Yeah, so th- there's been a ton of moves though, and and good amount of money. Freaking Landon Collins got that insane contract with the Redskins, with right? Washington, yeah, with the Redskins. Uh, I don't know why I choose I, to root for teams that don't do anything. Well, that's a good pick. No, up. they did. Yeah, they Amos another, is good. They got somebody yeah, else. They picked too. up somebody else too. Another DB. You know, what would be sick. They're talking about on the radio um, for the Bears if they could get Houston. So then they could have Houston, Mack, <clears> and Leonard Floyd, like three of them rotating. Yeah. Just absolutely eat Aaron Rodgers every single <laughs> well, day. No, I, troops so throw it all over the it's field. It's fine for them to go get that guy, but that's what I, I like. Mac and I understand like Rodgers' contract probably didn't help that situation. They could go after Houston. Packies could or D Ford, but yeah. D Ford is or is he staying still? I no, D Ford no, they no, franchised. No. Yeah, but you can still trade him. Which is, which is yeah. Well, okay, they they're not franchised. Which. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. What well, they do, they franchise tag them and then they they trade them off. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> think they're going to, considering they let go of Houston, right? Like that, they're just like, oh, no pass rushers. <laughs> but um, 
the the thing I don't like is the franchise tag. I hate it. It's stupid. It's like an easy way out for teams just to get a guy for another year instead of actually having to sign him. I don't know why they the players don't stand against that one. I know they get a lot of money from a franchise tag, and I would definitely take the $15 million or whatever you get, the average top five. But it makes free agency not as cool, too. Um, and then it makes – obviously, it helps teams because they don't have to commit to guys. They can be like, oh, franchise, and then the next year, franchise again, and then throw a transition tag or whatever the hell it – however it works. But I'm not a fan of the uh, – the franchise tag? Yeah. I saw the Bears might potentially uh, restructure Max contract to try and make more moves and just pound the fudgies even more into the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be solid. <laughs> yeah, well, the Packers they, uh, like a Nick Perry. So, I mean, we just, we're going to get our ass pounded by their defense and we're not going to have anybody <coughs> to stop troops. Yeah. Might have to just become <laughs> a Bears fan, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Might as well have to switch. I'm not even a Bears fan, but you just um, like giving me shit well like in every other aspect of my life, pretty much. But. Well, I was, I did like the Packers uh, with Jordy, but then once he was gone, they're just back to the fudgies. So there was really no point. Jo- why don't they re-sign Jordy? Where's he? At? Did he re-up with the Raiders? I think, or did he get a longer contract? I think he's still. I think he's still on. Yeah, he's still on the Raiders. They but. should try to go back and get him for just be like, because I mean, they were kind of right, right? Like. I know Derek Carr is terrible, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I mean, he was he was also not good there. So it's like he probably wanted more hurt. money than they were willing to give him. Well, he was hurt at the Packers all the time, too. Yeah, but I don't know. The, the Packers only have Adams and then a bunch of those crazy guys that Rodgers was about to kill. No, I don't think they're going to sign Va- Valdez. That Valdez, whatever his Scantling. name is, Scantling, he's going to be fucking good. Well, he's super fast, but they still—he was still so angry because no one could run correct routes. But I guess. I well, hopefully they go after but. somebody in the draft, like a. Hollywood what do you guys Brown think about somebody like that? DK yeah. Metcalf. What do you guys think? <laughs> no, fuck Metcalf. Yeah. What do you guys think about uh, AB on the Raiders? Uh, I don't know. I was kind of. I don't know. It was kind of funny to me that after he went through all that thing. For a little while there, it's like no teams really wanted him. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it really. a third and a fifth round pick? <laughs> yeah, it was a three and a five. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, so that's insane. But the the Raiders are like, fuck yeah. Because they just, yeah. now they have, okay, so they have. Probably just Jordy, signed Le'Veon too, imagine. I think yeah, they have the cap well. space for him. <laughs> so they have Amari they Cooper. definitely do. And Antonio. No. He, he, he got traded. Oh, he did? I didn't see the part. Cowboys. That's why. No, during the year last yeah. year. Oh, far. He was on yeah, the Cowboys yeah, yeah. for All right. Sorry, I had that for a long time. So devastating. Yeah, so I they mean, could have had him. though. they could have. They if they had the, they could have had Mac, Amari Cooper, and AB on the same, and they would have been fine money wise. The stupid rate. Well, the stupidest thing is the reason they traded Khalil to the Bears. They thought the Bears would <coughs> suck. Bears ended up being good. They traded Amari uh, to the Cowboys, hoping the Cowboys would stay bad. The Cowboys ended up winning a playoff game and so those first round picks that they thought were going to be you know middle first round or even the bears would be a top 10 or just like 24 and 27 um so they got to try and move up or i don't know who knows yeah, but who knows what the raiders are doing gruden's insane but then yeah levion still out there um, which i don't know pit. what how to feel about him either like obviously he's a great back like probably the best in the nfl or at least I mean, at at least top them. five. I mean, top, top three. Yeah. Uh, but like, man, I don't like just seeing stuff on like Twitter that he posts and stuff like that. And then like, I mean, I know that last year he was trying to get his money or whatever, so that's fine. But I don't know. Like, I don't know what to I'd think. I'd be kind of but I'm glad I'm not a Steelers fan because yeah, those guys are can't like kind of cancers right but it's still like shit we just lost two of the best players in football <laughs> yeah. like like it's like you can talk all around you want about how they're bad teammates or all this stuff but it's like dude you guys were they're one of the funnest offenses to watch for a couple yeah, years and with. all they had to do is try to land a qb and like i don't know i mean they're gonna have problems now like we like they have james connor but and big ben but well, I guess I have Juju. Juju is really good, but yeah, but st- yeah, no, those they'll still be okay. But, but it's Ben's just got like a year is, left. 
two years left. Yeah. So it'll be different, but. All right, I think we're ready to uh, wrap up here. I got some uh, grilling to get to. Yeah. Hmm. I got some uh, sleep to get to. Try and get rid yeah. of these FBSs. I've got a crying baby. <laughs> FBSs? What's an FBS? FBAs. Football bold. Football, Football subdivision. Bold. Subdivision. Yeah. I got a bad case of them, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> How about the FCS? Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it was fun. <laughs> Kurt got to but join are we gonna do a, are we gonna do a final uh spell or whatever it's called last call <laughs> yeah, i guess we could so uh All right. i guess uh i'll start by saying uh i don't know i didn't have anything in mind which is probably not All a good right, idea well, to start <laughs> well then don't start yeah. i'll start by saying be careful on your emails make sure you're replying and not replying all and make sure you know who you're sending it to before so you don't end up like Sam, like a complete DA, and then uh, <laughs> be nervous so about it. For I guess I could go off of that and say that my last call is I'm still waiting to go to uh, lunch with Mary. <laughs> <laughs> it's devastating that I have no idea what you guys are talking about because I actually had some good comments on that section, but no point to go back to it, obviously. Oh, that's... That's devastating because Kurt probably doesn't have, have some time. all-timers. Not necessarily that happened to me, but people at work, but maybe another time. Yeah. Uh, my last call is Sam is a savage human being for thinking that leftover Chinese is just amazing <laughs> for some point. <laughs> Particularly uh, the rice, which well, the f- crazy thing is about Chinese is mostly when you get it the first time, it's already leftover. <laughs> yeah. so, so it couldn't get it couldn't get any worse, really. It's also I can't really buy it being meat and chicken. Like it's got to be some sort of other animals. Yeah. Sometimes you take a bite, you're like, I don't know what this is. And I don't, <laughs> man, that's kind of chew- that's kind of chewy, but yeah. also sort it's like gristly yeah. and like I'm like I don't think I really want to know what this is, but uh, but there's so much MSG and sauce yeah. on it that it still tastes yeah, pretty tastes decent. Fine, so. So. I'll scarf it down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. All right. Well. Well. Uh, well. I guess we won't, but probably Dom and. Trey, we'll talk to you Friday. So, sure. spell you later. See ya. All right. See you guys.